Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me. Rob Center's on the other side of the glass. I know. Oh. Nope, it's Lynn Hall. <laughs> I know she's hard at work already because... You our, got your eyes checked on that one, buddy. Our first guest <laughs> is on the line already. Uh, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, 9th District out of Dallas, uh, PA, is here. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple of timely topics. So good morning, Congressman. Thanks for calling in. Morning, Dan. Good morning, Mark Joe. Great being with you. I appreciate the opportunity. Great to talk to you. Uh, we saw you were in the city of Sunbury yesterday doing the Susquehanna Avenue and the night Celatex site walkthrough. What kind of information you can can you provide the city about trying to get some uh, some action going there? Well, you know what? As Ben knows, I've known uh, Sunbury for a long time. It's really a great city. It's got uh, a lot of great things happening, but even more potential. And I'll tell you what, I sat with the, uh, the city leadership yesterday and the county leadership, Sam Chicatano, uh, that everybody knows, as well as uh, Mayor uh, Josh and uh, the city planning group and the director, Steve, and you know, Linda Culver's uh, uh, as the senator and team, really have a great organization put together uh, and, and a great plan for revitalization efforts, uh, largely, largely within the uh, Susquehanna Avenue project. Uh, but other things for recreation along the along the city, uh, along the river, and you know that's um, we, we in our district efforts in our district approach revitalization is at the top of the list for uh, throughout my district. I mean, I have towns such as Tamaqua, Pottsville, and you know, Shendo, and um, the list just just goes on. That um, uh, Berwick that we're all uh, pushing to to um, improve quality of life improve uh, the uh, recreational activities in the area, and in the end, what that does is improves equity values and brings in more businesses and more people. So somebody's, somebody's really on the move. Uh, we were able to, from my office, secure uh, into our appropriations level anyway, which I, I do uh, think we'll get through, uh, $3.5 million towards the Susquehanna Avenue uh, plan. And it's uh, just money incredibly well spent, uh, expansion of streets uh, and, and the development of that um, of, the, of the site that you referenced. Well, and you have, you, you, oops, pardon me, you sometimes think big and you, you probably looked at that site and said, well, this could go here or that could go here. Did you start to speculate, since there's a rail crossing there and, and a busy front street is there, what could go in that area, what might be, might be ideally suited? Well, I think it's a, it's a great value. Uh, it's referred to as the gateway to the city, and it really could be. And as you said, you've got the, the rail going right through it. I mean, it's a you know, 22 acres, an incredible spot for many different uh, opportunities, I think. So we're all going to be um, getting the word out and um, talking about it. And actually, last night I, I had an event in Williamsport, 
and there's a fair amount of investment taking place up there. And I brought up the site to a few uh, potential investors there. So the more you get the word around, the more people look at it, the more uh, good ideas that come from that. Well, Dan, uh, the president has been touting his economic achievements, and yesterday, Karine Jean-Pierre claimed that Americans feel better about finances under Biden. Uh, what world is she living in? <laughs> uh, an alternative universe, and I and I feel that that exists sometimes. Uh, when I question Janet Yellen, for instance, in a, in a financial service hearing, and when I hear my colleagues to the left speak on the House floor about how wonderful everything is with... Uh, the highest inflation level in 50 years, and interest rates higher than 40 years, and businesses um, continue to be really high, giving American families basically an added $800 a month in in added expenses versus uh, pre-Biden. So, you know, they don't take it seriously. Uh, they gaslight. Uh, they think by telling everybody uh, that no, no, you're, you're, you're not struggling. Everything is actually okay. Uh, they think that's going to uh, uh, win in the end, and it's simply not. You know, I had this event I mentioned last night. Everybody in the room was, was shaking their head as to how poorly, how, what a failure the Biden economic and national security and, let's face it, a global plans have been. I mean, we've got wars, we've got incredible tension with China, we've got Taiwan being surrounded, we've got an incompetent uh, president, uh, we've created a vacuum of leadership, and uh, the, uh, the American economy needs to be strong for the well-being of the rest of the world, the rest of the world knows that, uh, but, you know, the Biden administration, they want to stay the course. Excessive spending is, is uh, their only growth plan. And, um, and, and you know what else they need? we need? We need higher taxes. And yet Joe Biden says, let's make it America. But at the same time, let's make American goods less competitive for consumers to buy. Boy, that makes a lot of sense. Well, what you know, I think people actually have to take tranquilizers before they go grocery shopping these days because of the in, just huge inflationary pressure. All right, come on. Enough, food. you guys. Well, it's true. <laughs> Get I'm back sorry. to the national news. <laughs> people can't believe their cost at the grocery stores. That's one area I hear all the time. They're expecting a, 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 to be rung up for, you know, uh, the cash register for $65 and it's $105, $115. I mean, it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a significant problem. As I said, it's a legitimate $800 on average extra cost uh, of, of living for the average American family. $800 a month. Now, you have not weighed in yet on the presidential contest on the Republican side. Are you ready to support President Trump as he or endorse him as he seems to be running away with it? Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, we, we had great success in 2019, of course, pre, pre-COVID, a couple years into President Trump's uh, uh, administration, and we, the world was at peace, Russia was in check, trade agreements, agreements were being uh, accomplished with China, uh, there was a, a reasonable status quo and, and relationship there, inflation was non-existent, interest rates were at 2.5%, I mean, patriotism was up, the taxes were down, um, America was on a roll. We all know that. We, we, we can't deny that. And so for that reason and, 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 and how different it is, I, I, think, uh, I don't think there's any question, even this early in the game, that President Trump, former President Trump, is going to be the Republican nominee 
So it will very likely be uh, Trump-Biden. And in my mind, that's the easiest decision uh, I could make. Even if you don't like President Trump, you got to like the results of his policies. Oh, and by the way, our border was secure. How about that? And gasoline was $2.38 a gallon. Come on, if people just really look at the results of the presidencies, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real uh, easy choice to make. Now, however, I will say these incredible scandals that are existing within this Biden administration, I mean, they're stunning. They're astonishing. Day after day, every day we see something new where Hunter is sitting with his father. I'm sitting with my father right now, and if you don't send this money to 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 members of the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, you know, you really can't make this up. It's, it's, it's hard to believe, but it's true. That was the conversation that took place or the email exchange. And um, look, we're, we have a couple of committees. Jim Jordan's running one on judiciary, Jamie Comer on the in, uh, oversight. And we're going to uh, get to the truth so the American people can make a decision if, if they, uh, if they uh, want a an international arch criminal as as their president. Uh, they, they have the right to know if that's the case. I think some people, though, Dan, would say that in electing uh, Donald Trump, we are doing the same thing, an international criminal. Uh, he's been impeached. <laughs> he's been impeached Where? twice. Had businesses. Joe Biden has no business, and yet they have $17 million in, in, uh, in cash that has entered 15 different accounts under, like, his grandchildren's names. I mean, it's not even it's not even close. Donald Trump is a legitimate billionaire. He built up his company. He's got great real estate holdings. What is he? The man's been investigated more than probably any American ever in the history of our country. Tell me what he what he's where what 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 international criminal activity has he engaged? Well, if you believe that uh, some of his critics, uh, he was being bending over backwards for Putin so he could get a hotel in Russia, so that would qualify oh. him as an international oh, criminal, I guess. In <laughs> but look, I, I'm a lifelong Republican, and I would vote for if the choice were Donald Trump and, and uh, Joe Biden, I'd be voting for <laughs> Donald Trump. But you know, here's a guy who who appoints these people to office. Bill Barr. One minute he's praising him to the heavens, the next minute he's a low uh, moron, a low intelligence idiot. I mean, he appoints these people, and then he degrades them, he mocks them. He never seems to take any responsibility for his own actions or creating his own problems. Doesn't that bother you at all? Well, I'm with him uh, more lately, and I was with him when he was president several times. And I, God's honest truth, I will tell you, I only saw determination in his eyes and heard it in his voice to make America as strong as it could be. I know there's all, you know, his, his ego and everything else, and I think, I, I think for the most part, my view anyway, he left that in his youth. I think he's, I think he's, he's, a, he's very, very focused. Just as he was focused on building his company over the years, he's, he's determined to advance America. And yes, certainly what you're saying, of course it bothers me. Of course I wish he wouldn't do those things. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and, Hopefully that ceases. Hopefully he brings that in. I think he feels very often that he is under attack. I think most times, and if you really watch this, they start it, if you will. Now that sounds a little a little childish, but you know, I, I know I know Bill Barr. I, I, I see him in Washington. We we, we chat, and I, and I have nothing uh, negative to say about him. But I think he started it with Trump, 
And, you know, Trump tends to finish it. Well, take a look at his interview with Brett Baer, where Brett Baer pushed him on whether or not he actually lost the uh, 2020 election. And he still can't say, I lost. And, and when no one has been able to prove any of the claims he made about election fraud, I mean, isn't it time that he stops looking out the rear view, at the rearview mirror and starts looking out the windshield? Yes. Yes. I, I, all I'll say to that is yes. Uh, there were irregularities uh, in Pennsylvania, and I'm not going to speak for other states because I don't know, and all that's so. But come the end of the day, Biden won, and... We must move on, and we must look forward, and this election is going to be about the future, and it's going to be about correcting course over the next four years, and I agree with what you're saying. There's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, not everybody's cup of tea from that personality standpoint, but what I care about is the strength of our national security, our economy, our world standing, uh, and our um, uh and and our, our our civil liberties and 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 this weaponization of of our country it's awful i will tell you and i see this firsthand this fourth branch of government i mean the irs i mean the fbi i mean the sec the doj are part of the biden administration i mean gary gensler for crying out loud he's the chairman of the sec and we have oversight on him on my committee he was the chief financial officer for Hillary Clinton. He's the guy who wrote the check for the phony baloney steel dossier. That's who's chairman of the SEC right now. If we want these type of individuals who are biased uh, towards uh, towards many in America, um, we, we must by voting Biden, we're voting we're voting these bad actors out. All right, uh, near- you know, I don't. I don't I don't think they existed in the Trump administration. I don't think his cabinet and Carson and others had a uh, a bias. All right, one more question. Can you hear us okay? Your phone's kind of cutting out a little bit. Are you still there? We may have lost him. Dan, are you still there? Damn user lost it, so to speak. The signal lost him. Going once. (laughs) Congressman Muser. Well, I was going to ask. Hit a dead spot. I, I wonder. <laughs> if he, he must be traveling, and I think he maybe hit a dead spot. All right, I hope, and he's not driving. I know that to be well, true. Well, maybe I ought to clear one of the lines in case he tries to call back. Check, in. check. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, oh, didn't work. All right. <laughs> Still didn't work. Right. There we working. go. Oh, because okay. we're both doing it. I got you. Okay. Yep, we lost Dan, Congressman Muser. All right. Well, let's see if he calls. Back. Yeah, let's wait till he calls back. We'll hit the break. We will be right back. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over a hundred years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door, and some things that don't. 
Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. All right, I'm glad to say we got U.S. Congressman Dan Muser back on the line. One more question, sir. Uh, everybody either thinks it was unfair or it's a true fact now that we have a two-tier justice system in the U.S. after the Hunter Biden uh, debacle. What can we do to fix it? What can Congress do to fix our two-tier justice system? Yeah, and, and, and hey, by the way, I, I lost your call. I'm up in Susquehanna County, so my apologies, but that just goes to show how important rural broadband is, and I can tell everyone our, our good friend um, and the chairman of the Ag Culture Committee, T.T. Uh, Thompson, and, and many of us are going to be working on this, particularly in the farm bill coming up, and we really got to make sure that funding goes to the right spot. But to um, to, to your point, um, well, we, we need, first of all, two-tier system means means no, means no a, a, a no justice, right? I mean, if something's two-tier, that's... Um, that's as, as, as good as having a uh, uh, the worst sort of justice system. That that's not a justice system. So we need to uh, drag um, um, the, the, the justice into uh, Gardner into uh, a hearing. Uh, when, whenever we, we we see this level of bias occur, uh, we need to expose uh, the realities of the situation, uh, both from uh, including Director Ray at the FBI. I mentioned earlier the SEC chairman. And, um, and and the IRS, you know, why were the irregularities taking place in the Hunter Biden uh, tax review? I mean, they, they broke up the team. That, that was inexplicable. Uh, why is the DOJ only uh, hitting Hunter Biden with with um, a, a failure to provide the right information when buying a firearm and for not paying eight million, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes that he received from $8 million from uh, oligarchs from Russia, Romania, and China. That's where the money came from. I mean, come on, you imagine... Anyway, I was going to say, if, if, if Don Jr. Trump um, occurred, it would, be, it would be on every news station 24-7. So the media is, is more than two-tiered, completely biased, and our, and our justice system is biased. So what do we do about it? The vast majority of Americans know this, so we, we, we need to expose it. They need to know they're going to be exposed via subpoenas and, and, and such, and, um, and and assure that we have a uh, the, the appropriate, equal, and fair justice system that that America was built upon. Uh, but one, it's, uh, it's very serious. One last question. There's certainly been allegations against Justice Clarence Thomas and now against Justice Alito about taking improper remuneration or gifts from uh, people who apparently want something from, from the uh, Supreme Court. Any concern about that? Any investigation likely to be launched in Congress over those two charges? Well, well, it's real concern. But, you know, they even go back and they, they talk about how Justice Ginsburg used to, used to, used to travel. Uh, they all travel together and all. Look, what, we, what they do is, what they need is rules, right? Uh, they, need, um, they, they, they need ethics rules within the Supreme Court for the Supreme Court justices because they, they really don't exist. They're, they're, they're very gray. And everybody, I think, knows the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do. And if, if those um, if th- that if those parameters got um, uh, were widened inappropriately, you know, there, there'll be some some sort of ramifications. But again, it's about the truth. It's not about who's a Republican or who's a Democrat. Um, it's it's about getting to the truth. And if they broke any rules, they, they should they should face some sort of consequences. But if the rules don't exist, 
I think we'd all agree that they, they should have some rules on the type of gifts and the, and the type of travel uh, that, that can be paid for. All right, very much. Anything you'd like to add? Maybe we didn't ask you anything else you're working on or other topics. Well, you know what? Heading up to Montrose um, right now for breakfast, heading out to Sare for a revitalization meeting uh, later today. And so, um, you know, I'm glad in the district we were in Washington for the last uh, seven and a half weeks, which I was one of the longest stretches in, in 100 years or something like that. But we're, uh, we're just trying to make progress. I think with the Republican majority, we, we're, we're making some steps forward, we're certainly stopping the ex- very excessive uh, spending from taking place. And we're um, keep on working as hard as we can for the American people and, and, and hopefully uh, that, that, that shows in a bigger economy. And, you know, in this conflict in the Ukraine, of course, is, um, is very troubling, but we're, uh, hopefully we stay on the right side of, of, of that as well. Listen, Dan, we really appreciate you coming. We really appreciate Hmm? I was going to say, we really appreciate you coming on the program. And one thing I'll tell anybody, you can ask Dan Muser a question, you'll get an answer. And we really appreciate that. (laughs) You may not agree with it. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Enjoy your time up there. Uh, Think think of your time in poor cell service as a time on tethers, like a little vacation. So, all right. Thank you so much. (laughs) Take care. Uh, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, 9th District, lives out of Dallas. Of course, he talks about rural broadband. Uh, There's more funding out of Washington and uh, coming to states to help with exactly that topic. So uh, we talked to Jennifer Wakeman over at Drive or the rest of the folks around here trying to get us hooked up. Uh, that And that's what he's talking about. If you're up in those areas, if you can make sure that you have high-speed Internet up in there, your cell phones will work because right. you, can get, uh, you can get the phone off the Internet. So. It's amazing how much we depend on that without even, you know, it's in some places it's almost transparent. But other places, you have to really dig for it, and when you don't have it, you really suffer. Right. You don't even. You didn't bring your phone today. I forgot my phone. That shows you how dumb I am. <laughs> you and Joe Biden are in the same place. He never knows where his phone is. I was is wondering either. around. I was trying to shake hands with people that don't exist behind no, me. No, no. Joe, Joe's lost. He's going downhill fast. Okay. All right. Well, watch your step when you leave here. We, we don't have any invisible sandbags anywhere. So, all right. Well, uh, we have enjoyed a great conversation with U.S. Congressman Dan Muser. Ninth District, so uh, we could entertain a quickie comment. Uh, telephone lines are open if you'd like to check in and uh, converse about anything he may have said. Of course, he's got uh, has his eye on his district right now, touring various areas. He was in Sunbury earlier in the day, uh, I believe down in Lebanon County at uh, Career and Technology Center there. So moving through the district up in the northern tier today, and he's making sure that uh, he you know stays in touch with folks in these areas. Not necessarily necessarily bring in big cardboard checks. He does vote for some of those sorts of things, but uh, at this point, just trying to stay in touch with folks. I think he's doing a good job in Washington. I'm sure there are a lot of people who won't like him. I was amazed that his, um, you know, being willing to admit that Donald Trump lost the last election. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I know some of our avid Trump supporters on this program believe that the election was stolen from him, that it, you know, you couldn't possibly have gotten 80 million votes for Joe Biden because all he did is campaign out of his garage or his basement or wherever it was. But yet the American people, I mean, you can't, fraud and that scale would be so massive that it couldn't be hidden. It really couldn't. 
And I think I like his answer about the justice system. You know, Congress can't just revamp the entire justice system from uh, the outside. It would have to come from the inside. But the promise that when you do something that is clearly unfair, or even if uh, some people think it's unfair, there is going to be scrutiny. There'll be hearings. There'll be monitoring. And I think that may be all Congress can do, really. It may be cut off their funds. But this idea that, uh, you know, this idea that everybody thinks... Nearly everybody thinks that the Hunter Biden deal was unfair is important. Maybe it's 100 percent fair. You know, we have some of our good listeners says most people with these misdemeanor tax charges don't get jail time. Okay, let's just stipulate they don't get jail time. The public perception is that it's primarily unfair. It's like the election system. A lot of people have no faith in the election system. These are all terribly upside-down surveys. Bear in mind that only 1% of federal offenders get diversionary programs. 1%. Oh, for the gun charges and that sort of thing. So, I mean, that's the part that I think was a real sweetheart deal and that really he should have faced the consequences for that. He knew, but on his defense, he did turn the gun in, right? Right, and the gun wasn't used in gun crimes. It's not like right. some of the horrendous, so, uh, the, uh, over, uh, not on on Newsmax, they showed the differences and similarities between that rapper, and now his name escapes me, but uh, uh, and Hunter. Something, something black, he was, uh, okay, his last right. name was black. All right, and uh, they show, and the cases are significantly different, and the rapper's case is significantly more criminal. There was no argument about that. But let's just stipulate that most people are losing faith in the justice system. Let's so let's suppose we can empirically show that Hunter was treated fairly and appropriately. Maybe you know, maybe we could on paper. This idea that most people lose faith faith in a justice system or an election system, that is a big deal. That's not nothing. Just because you can prove that things aren't that way, I think public perception has got to Gotta be addressed. Perception is reality. There you like it or not. We will open up the phones during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll talk about this plus other topics if you so choose. So it is uh, an open phones day. We'd love to talk to you. You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunday. WDKOK News Time. It is 9 a.m. Time for CBS. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. He's an actual conservative. I just portray a liberal on the radio and not exceedingly well at that. But uh, we would invite you to call in with your viewpoint that you, of course, would probably feel pretty sincerely about. So feel free to call us. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. That's 570-743-9565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and you can text us at 70236. We would just love to hear from you today. Uh, on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do search them up at sunburymotors.com. You can buy your next vehicle. Our telephone number is 570-743-9565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and you could text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Some very brief 
news headlines here. There was a short detour post on Route 890 and detour over in Treverton overnight where wires and trees were brought down by storms. Telecommunicators at North Emily County 911 tell us that PPL, PennDOT, and local crews were involved in the cleanup for several hours overnight, but that road is now open. PPL's outage map shows just a handful of outages remaining. There were thousands during the peak of the storm last night. A Game Commission spokesman says the Game Commission's website did not crash. It just slowed down to zero during, I kid you not, only in Harrisburg. Uh, They say a lot of people were just trying to get on at the same time. In case you're wondering why, well, for the first time, dough licenses could be either purchased online or at a store rather than use the pink envelopes they've been using for a decade. Uh, The envelope system no longer in use. Now dough licenses are online or at stores, and so there were long lines in stores while the system ground to a halt and also the online system didn't crash but slowed down to zero Uh, but now the game commission says it's up and running and i got my dough license overnight so we're good to go so i'm happy so that's a trouble that's the beauty of getting up at four (laughs) o'clock you can get on the game commission website matter you won't get one anyway right what's the difference (laughs) (laughs) i'll get a half a dozen licenses and the deer is still safe all right anyway governor josh shapiro and the chairman of the house education committee aren't seeing eye to eye on a key budget issue. Governor Shapiro and Representative Peter Swire have different views on funding for private school vouchers as the deadline for agreeing on a state budget draws near. Swire tells Spotlight News he fundamentally opposes the idea, but State Education Secretary Dr. Khalid Mameen reportedly said last week that the governor's position hasn't shifted for so-called lifeline scholarships. They would be financed with state dollars with the Pennsylvania Treasury putting money into an account for a student to use on non-public school tuition, associated fees, or special education fees. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. The Philadelphia Inquirer reporting that Pennsylvania House Republicans Monday held up funding for state-related universities because they want greater oversight of the institutions, including their fetal tissue research and medical care of transgender. Kids. Pennsylvania appropriates hundreds of millions of dollars each year to state-related universities. The Republicans blocked a vote on the funding yesterday. House Republicans oppose state funding proposals for a number of reasons, including some anti-abortion Republicans oppose funding PIT, which uses aborted fetal tissue research, or does aborted fetal tissue research, and others oppose giving Penn State their annual appropriation because their health system cares for it, meaning medical care, for transgender children. Uh, The head of the Republican Party said Monday the bills would be held up until these two schools stop that research and or stop funding health care for transgender children. And before you go on that job interview, you might want to delete your Facebook account. According to a new resume builder survey of 2,300 bosses, 74% say that They use social media to screen job candidates, and particularly they say they use social media to answer the questions they're 
not allowed to ask, like your age, whether you are married, what your appearance is compared to others, whether you are a parent or expecting, all of that in plain sight on your Facebook page. So Facebook will do you in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or people will see what you look like and say, oh my gosh, I've got to get that person on board right away, hire them. True. Uh, Like you, you know, your Facebook page says a lot about you. If you're job hunting, it should help you. All right. 5707439563. I don't show pictures of my tattoos. Uh, No, it does not. (laughs) Morbidly overweight, and are you expecting? No. Okay. (laughs) But I do have a tattoo on my chest that says, born to raise hell. Okay. Yeah, I'd stay away from that. (laughs) Right. Okay. All right. Jim from Ashland, PA. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. You're on the mark. Good morning. I think that uh, this uh, Game Commission website uh, issue, uh, I got on about 4 o'clock, and I was like uh, 110,000 out uh, from being serviced. I gave up and went to Walmart in Cole Township in Northumberland County and waited about an hour and 20. Um, and they uh, actually had ammunition for sale, which uh, somebody was thinking correctly. Uh, but unfortunately, the line behind me, I, I didn't take the time to buy any because I didn't want to put other people out. But uh, I, I, I wonder... If there was some sort of license system for liberals, it would work perfectly. But I'll be honest with you. I, I, the Democrats don't like hunters. They don't like hunting. And wait, wait, it wait. wouldn't surprise me that the system <laughs> Ex- wouldn't work. Let me stop you well. there, Jim. I'm a Democrat, and I, I hunt with I know. S- some people who are Democrats. Yeah, I realize that. But, but I'm just saying... I. I the gen- the generic Democrat doesn't hunt. The people who live in the cities, etc. They've never been out in the woods except on a hike, maybe. But the bottom line is that they they if they really, I mean, this is a big driver of the economy, especially up here in the Northeast. And you would think that they would want to do things right, but when we were kids, it seemed like government works for the people. It doesn't seem that way today. Or am I wrong, Joe? Uh, well, I, I think it depends on which branch of government you're talking about. Some of it works for us. Some of it, I think, works against us, like the IRS and the uh, Justice Department. But others seem to work for us. Well, I, I, like I, I, I used to think highly of the Game Commission. I think the people who work for it are good. Um, the the deputies and all, and they're they're kind of hands their hands are kind of tied, but um, like there's some controversy in the um, there's a, an outdoor paper I get every two weeks or so that there's uh, some of the legislators are mad at the one woman because she she's on the board of the Deer Association and it's like well I don't I don't have a problem with that per se but. I just wonder, it's just so many things that used to be so good and now 
it makes you it just makes you wonder doesn't it i mean well here is here's the thing that i would look at the game what? commission certainly must know how many people typically applied under the old system to get a doe license and having right. decided to abandon that system and go with one online they had an obligation in my opinion to make certain that they could handle the anticipated flow of orders coming in obviously either they didn't do that or whoever designed the website and i assume it would be an outside contractor sold them a of goods. Well, this QWIT.com was the website, and there's no place to leave any feedback. Uh, I tried to. Uh, of course not. If, they, if, if there was a place for that, they'd get their ears blistered, and I guess they don't want that. Right. But, uh, and again, it'd be nice to be able to, to see how they donated to who, and uh, um, that would be interesting to see. I mean, I bet it was probably both parties. But we we just seem to be going in the wrong direction with some of this stuff. It's like, they, I'm sure they tested it, but they didn't test it with hundreds of thousands of people getting online and trying to, to do this. And uh, there are people who, you know, this is how they, they uh, live, by getting a deer. You know, it carries them over the, through the winter. So... Um, to them, it's very important. To somebody in Harrisburg, it may not be important, and uh, they get sold a bill of goods. But uh, what what does it really matter? It's it's um, some of the things that uh, I just really wish that we would change the way we did change the way we do doe tags, and that's a good thing. Hey, All right, we got uh, you, sir. Thank you. Lot, yeah, man. I don't know how the Game Commission could square that away because 99% of their online license sales are on the same hour of the year. So uh, yeah, they, yeah, they're going to yeah. have to have to get an outside right. vendor set it up because they don't have the computer well, was, capacity. You know, the other thing Walmart could have done is put another uh, another uh, cork working, but they only had one. And uh, wow. so it's like uh, they don't really care either. I mean, <laughs> had they realized... Hmm. Somebody's been a little more cognizant. But anyway, hey, need, thank you, sir. We need to keep going. Have All a right. Good day. Yep, we'll get her fixed. Game Commission knows they got to make revisions there yesterday. All right. Bob from Northumberland, PA. Thank you, sir, for calling in. We're talking about the State Game Commission at this moment. Their license uh, system melted down yesterday, but didn't stop. That's what I'm calling about. <laughs> I was 801, I called. I was 25,639 ahead of me. Oh, wow. And at twelve thirty, it was nineteen thousand. So I went to the little gun shop, and they don't sell uh, dope permits. And I went to the courthouse. I was three people. Now they crashed over there, and they said they had quite a line, but there were three people ahead of me at twelve thirty. Okay. And I got through, but um, I, I just wanted to try the system, which you know I did. And I, but I I couldn't believe it was going down that slow. But twenty five thousand six twenty nine. The guy a while ago said about a hundred thousand. He had ahead of him. And, oh, and seven and a half hours later, uh, my name came up. Hmm. But I already had a license. <laughs> but thanks for the thing. I just thought I'd comment on it. How many do they issue? Just out of curiosity, anybody? The total? I, well, yeah. The area you're in, it's, whichever location you took, it makes a difference. I went for 4E. Hey, me too. Yeah. What's that? I'm not familiar with 4E. Bob, uh, it's, it's a wildlife management units. The state's all divided up. With Some areas oh, okay. have a lot of deer and some don't have enough. So they uh, there's only a few permits available in the low deer areas, and there's quite a few available in the urban areas. I got you. 
All right, we got okay. you, Bob. Thanks, Thank you for calling Take in. Care. Yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, State Game Commission yesterday for the first time uh, instead uh, used to use uh, special pink envelopes, and everybody had to mail them in. That was the only way to get a doe license. And they did it by lottery? Uh, uh, first come, first serve. Yeah, okay. and, but the U.S. mail was the way that they would be, you know, people who mailed their people would uh, go to post offices Friday night and put them in the mailbox specifically at the town that they knew would go through, like you would take it to Sunbury Friday night and put it in the mailbox or Saturday night or Sunday uh, night so that it would go through. And they were they are open in the county treasurer's office where they're mailed. So Monday morning, for example, Northumberland County Treasurer's Office would have those there and they could start opening and processing them in the treasurer's office. You can still buy doe licenses at the treasurer's office. You can now also buy them at stores. Stores have the automated license uh, sticker thing. It's, it's you know, it, uh, it, it it's automated. It's done by computer, and so you can do that so now. the phone line. Uh, right. You can use the phone, or you can get it online. Now you can do it on the Internet, but I guess no. the system. I don't know how they're going to get around this, because a million hunters, I mean, 700,000 hunters total in Pennsylvania, half of whom want a doe license, so that's 350,000 people want service from the Game Commission at 8 a.m. Monday the 26th. I'm, can well, any system handle that? that? Would work. Right. <laughs> Maybe give it over to Ticketmaster. They seem to be able to sell a lot of tickets in a hurry. You know, How about the people who planned um, What's-Her-Name's concert? So I can't think of her name right now. I'm not Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, the girl. Um, I don't know who you mean, but oh, uh, the, blonde, okay. the young lady blonde who's so popular. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Well, what's her name? She's you know, so popular, or, Joe forgot her name. All right. But anyway, so, all right. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five is our telephone number. I thought we got takers on our conversation with Dan Muser. Well, that's true, you know. But uh, you know, I, th- I think. Uh he sort of gave us the answers that we uh, have heard from him previously, that, of course, he's concerned about the Biden administration. And although he's warming up to the Trump administration, a month ago we talked to him. He wouldn't say, well, I guess it was two months ago, when uh, Congressman Barletta endorsed uh, Governor DeSantis. Well, but, we may have the final word on our dough issue Oh, here. good. Okay. Uh, it's from Gene. He says, good morning. This morning I purchased my hunting license and doe tag online in a matter of minutes. Simple. Plenty of doe tags remaining. Relax. Okay? <laughs> Says Gene. Thank Thanks, you. Gene. All right. We're, well, we, we do not relax about doe tags. I'm sorry. It is. I do. It's nearly the most. Jim said that you are Democrats. Your typical Democrat isn't a hunter. Well, I'm a typical Republican. I'm not a hunter. You're right. a typical Democrat, and you are a hunter. Right, 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 so right. So we're making right. assumptions about people based on their political right. affiliation. And Joanne Stairs a hunter. Oh, she's a Republican. That's right. That's right. Joanne's a new Republican. state representative. All right. Upper. Oh, let's take the break, and then we do have right. an email and a text. And so, oh, somebody sent us a text about uh, hunting. I see that there. No, no, it's about Hunter Biden. Oh, I see. Different <laughs> hunter. All right. <laughs> Democrats don't care about Hunter. Now, there's a false, or there's a true statement. All right. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Call us now. We would just love to to talk to you about these topics. Uh, anything Congressman Muser had to say, of course, he talked initially about his promise of help for Sunbury's Knight Celotex property and the Susquehanna Avenue project that they've been planning for years, so hopefully that will be taking place in the years ahead. And uh, also talking about Hunter Biden, a two-tier justice system that promised that they'll continue to do scrutiny of the Justice Department as much as they can, and uh, talked about some other topics, too. So maybe you have an opinion about those. Five seven. 
770-743-9565. Talked about the State Game Commission website that sells licenses, and uh, that uh, didn't crash yesterday, but slowed down to zero when hundreds of thousands of people wanted in. And... Of course, anybody who knows anything about computers knows that is unsustainable. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Upper right-hand corner, real quick, Joe. Yes, we have an email and a text. The email says, The way I see it, the country is doomed. No one cares about the truth anymore. Not only the news media, who are worthless, but an increasing number of the voting public who are willing to sweep the ills and or crimes of their preferred politician under the rug to put or keep them in power. Maybe it's always been this way, and it's taken me six decades to realize it. But I do believe it's gotten much worse over the last 10 years. I'm convinced more than ever that if the public were to find out the truth of what's really going on instead of the scripted narrative we are fed, we would be in utter shock. Until the people who work in government and the voting public care more about the truth than winning, the path of destruction will continue. All Ominous right. email. Yeah. Well, and, then, and, he, and he's, he, she, he's right. Um, yeah, people love their candidate even though they're a criminal. And then a text says, no, Joe, Hunter didn't turn the gun in. His girlfriend, his brother's widow, threw it in a trash bin near a school. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. Were you? Oh, no. Yeah, that is. If, now that you remind me, that's how it got found out, that he had purchased it at all. Probably wouldn't have been noticed if he had just kept it. And Why did his girlfriend have it even? to throw in the trash. <sighs> I think we're... Why ask why? All right, Lance, on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. The reason why he threw the, she threw that gun in the trash was she thought that the boy might commit suicide with it. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, that, that was the reason she gave, anyway. Gotcha. Which right. sounded viable. Thank you. Well, anyway... Uh, in the area where our family's hunting camp is, northern Lycoming County, right? If you went into 10 hunting camps up there in deer season, if you found one Democrat, at least one that would admit it, I think that would be a lot. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I mean, those guys are, yeah, they're old rednecks, that's for sure. But anyway, you know that uh, 40 years ago we had 1.1 million hunters? And now it's down to, what you say, hundred or 750000 Well, those are the license sales. So there's probably hunters out there that don't get a license, maybe on private property and so on. Well, yeah, but 
you still have to have a license on deer on your own ground. Right, and I'm just saying there's probably some people sneaking around. Actually, scratch that. I know there's some people sneaking around on their own property. Just leave it at that. Well, yeah, I suppose so. But it's not a million know. or anything. It wouldn't take the number over a million, I wouldn't think, anyway. Yeah, okay, I wouldn't take it down. Well, in case you're wondering why sometimes the things that our so-called game commission doesn't do just don't make sense, the top dog that is in charge of managing all the forest critters in our state is a woman that grew up in New York City. Okay. So maybe sometimes you think that, boy, oh boy, this person's really nuts. Well, what like agency like, does she head? Not the game commission. What agency does she head? I'm not sure exactly what it's even called. What, DEP or Department of Forestry? No, they're in charge. No, this this is managed. See, the Game Commission is in charge of everything that walks, crawls, or <laughs> flies in the state. Mm-hmm. It's not human. Right. So well, that but that's a male. Commission. I forget his name, but he's he's a menace in a much different way, but he's not a female. All right, we got you. This is the manager of the whole deal, right? Okay, some wildlife manager. I got you. All right, well, I'm sure she's competent, even though she might not have the birthplace to back it up. Okay, so we're we're stocking, uh, like, pine martens, you know, that are game vacuums. I mean, we're stocking predators like that. Oh, the martens, yeah. The cats. All right. Also, I want such stocked fishers. Up until they stock the fishers around here, I could count on going to two, at least two, turkey nests right here on the property that I go out there and, you know, throw a little corn out for them. And once that was it, I found feathers and I found eggs, what was left of them. Now, my neighbor got the silly bugger here last uh, winter. Good. Good for him. That's all we do have now. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Chris from Milton, time to add some truth to our conversation. <laughs> well, <clears throat> perception creates a view of reality that isn't quite accurate. Okay. And when the people who uh, created the misperception are the ones saying that that is now the reality then I think you've got uh, another thing going on completely. What's the issue, Chris? I'm afraid you've Well, it's obviously Hunter Biden. (laughs) Hunter Biden, uh, the perception of the deal dossier, uh, what else? uh, That that Biden's an arch-criminal, as you're... what is he, a representative in Congress? Yes, that's correct. Dan make, Muser is makes a, a reckless charge like that. I mean, yeah, he's trying to create a perception that there's a crime family and that he's, and that Joe Biden is inept, senile, and incapable of anything and a master criminal all at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really kind of ridiculous to credit that as, as uh, perception is reality. 
Well, then Jean Pierre, or whatever her name is, is trying to create the illusion that Joe Biden's competent, and that's not working out really well for her either, considering what she said well, yesterday. Well, it's not working out, but he's been doing a very competent job in a lot of ways. Yeah, the inflation rate is just outstanding. Well, it's down, <laughs> way, way down. What it's it was. still hey, way above where it should be. You expect problems coming back from a and he, he like a muser. He creates the reality that uh, gas was well. Some of your readers, you listeners, call in with a dollar ninety nine figure for gas in Pennsylvania, but nationwide at two thirty eight average. I guess it might have been at that time. That was when businesses were shut down. And gas wasn't being used. Go and back every before that. tanker in the world was full of gasoline, and you could buy it for a negative amount of money. What was the price because at the start? Have, nobody had a place to put it. Two years into, let's say, the Trump administration, what was the price of gasoline then? Don't know. Okay, but it was far lower than it is today. Okay, Google. I'd say probably around What was the average 80, price of gasoline really in 2018? Sure. 20. Yeah, 3.07 a gallon in Pennsylvania. Okay, 3.07. I knew it right away. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then you get, and, and he's, he's consistently solved problems as they come up. And when they get to the national level, they aren't easy problems to solve all the time. Uh, I think they did a very good job on fixing the supply lines. They've kept that under, they got that under control real fast. They did very good on the, on the, uh, breast milk powder or the, the powder, so milk, the powder milk for instance. How they do on the border? They got that solved very quickly. How they do it on the border? How they do on the border? Ruh -roh. Well, the border, they're following the law. Oh, come or on. As I can, <laughs> no, no, they're not. If they were following it's the law, they'd shut the border down. It's supposed to be, be protected. It is. It is not. <laughs> come they, on. Collect, they, they, they stopped a million people, and they, they aren't protecting. That's pretty good. <laughs> How'd they stop a million people if they aren't protecting anything? But they let a million through. Yeah, two, or mil two million came through. They didn't let a million through. They estimate a million got through. But no, they let them through. About, you've got to separate the, first of all, you've got to separate the ones who are asking for asylum differently because they're actually legal. <laughs> what? No, they're not because they should have stopped at the first country they came to to ask for asylum. And that myth, would have been Mexico. Myth, myth, myth. No, it's not a myth. That's the law. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What's the law of violation? What's the penalty for violating it? I don't know what the penalty is, but the, the exactly. rule is the rule is that you stop. The rule is you stop at the first country you come to that can offer you aid and assistance in your quest for asylum. Myth, myth, myth. <laughs> well, no, that was an old policy where you could only go to, through one country to seek asylum. You're saying that's a myth? Well, in his world, it is. 
Well, it is. It's 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 not it's not a hard and fast rule, actually. Well, it was. Tell. It, it was. It you may not be true. Where it is, you can tell me tomorrow. Otherwise, stop talking about it. <laughs> okay, sorry, buddy. It's you your show. Go ahead. You what? Anything else, sir? Oh, you're in five minutes. Well, here I mean, all we can go back and forth. I say it's a myth. You say it isn't. That's fine. We're moving on. And that's not going to get us any further than that. So that's fine. We're moving you know. on. Moving on. But okay. Uh, Biden being a, a crook. Where's where's the any evidence? Where's any evidence? What have you seen? All right, I Name guess he's something. innocent. Isn't he uh, tied to a new tape? What is it? A new tape or a text or a statement that said uh, Hunter? A, a tape or a text that we have not read or sourced or heard testimony about. Okay, so that's not real. Well, that's not, not true. Able, they have not been able to produce it in all their hearings. Not true. Well, a whistleblower, a whistleblower a brought a whistleblower they have not been able to produce it. They can't find witnesses. They can't. They find have a the whistleblower. Hold on. Chris. They have a whistleblower who said it happened. Who has the email from Hunter Biden to these Chinese? Chinese communists demanding they make good on their deal and send the money, and their father sitting right there with them, and he'll make them sorry if they don't pay. All right, there's there's some evidence. Yes, we not have proof. not heard that or seen that. Okay, and yes, we've seen it. <laughs> according to the Democrats, that is all stuff that they they heard a report, third hand report about it. It's the stuff that uh, uh, Rudy collected from. Uh, the pro-Russian Ukraine official who was feeding him false stories at election time. And that was one of them. And that all fits in with the same narrative of he took $5 million for uh, changing the, the, for getting a prosecutor fired. Well, that prosecutor wasn't prosecuting, and it was Obama who ordered him to do it, and all of our allies agreed that that guy should go. And somehow Biden has set up an arrangement where he got $5 million for doing what, what he was told to do and wasn't his decision to make. That's just nonsense. All right, we got you, Chris. We got to move on, but thank you so much for clarifying that. Much appreciated. That'll shut him up. Or for muddy in the waters, which no, is what he really the did. Truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Muddy, muddy, muddy. You're the you're the prince of that. Yeah, the you're the muddy. chief muddier, Joe. <laughs> prince of mud. You're so muddy, Joe. <laughs> Your face looks muddy. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks, you, Chris. Yep, you're yeah, welcome. Appreciate that. All right, we got to call right. her. Wait, and we're going to be coming right First, back. No, nope, no, nope, hold no, on. No, just one second. One no, second. No, we got to take. No, no, no. I one have my finger on the button. All right. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is Just across so from that me. We're clear on this. This is from the, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, from the United Nations. First entry asylum seeker agreements require the signatory parties to agree to accept and process asylum seekers when they enter their territory. Okay, so the first country first you come country across. You come so if you're from if China. If you're signatory to that, that <laughs> treaty or that provision of the United Nations, that's, I guess, one of the things you sign on to when you sign on to be a member of the U.N. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, catch a Chinese national coming across the U.S. border, it's safe to say he's come across another country first. Yes, I would think so. <laughs> okay. All if right. he wanted asylum, All if he just right. wants a better life, hey, that's another story. We are learning lots on this show. Stan's going to be our next educator. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. My, 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 the misinformation spread by Chris today. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Hunter Biden, uh, his uh, WhatsApp uh, message that everybody's been talking about, 
Hunter has basically admitted that it was by uh, what is Hunter's, but he's trying to make excuses for it, saying that Hunter was under, you know, his addiction. Stan, your your phone, Stan, your phone is doing something awfully odd as as you're speaking, as you say something. There's also your voice, but there's a noise associated with it that seems to follow your voice. Well, it's quiet in here, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Can you can you let's hang up and hit redial immediately, okay? We'll see if we can get a clearer line. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. All right. So, yeah, Stan from Danville. Well, and I think uh, everybody brings something to this show that they feel firmly about, and other people. There we go, Stan. How's this? Good morning. Oh, I guess it's better. Oh, better. Yes. That's I can hear you. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. We got you. Go ahead. Okay, so, you know, Chris was spreading misinformation. Uh, you know, the, the WhatsApp uh, message that everybody's talking about, uh, Hunter's uh, lawyer has basically admitted that it's from Hunter. It is true, and but he's trying to blame it on his Hunter's addiction of why he was saying what he was saying. So we'll let that sort it out from there. You know, that's, so but that's the way he the was lawyer... Hi- he was high when he said that? he was sitting there with his father? Yeah, pretty much. Which wouldn't surprise me. So, but Joe, we were talking about what he did with his gun, okay? Which is, you know, the way he disposed of it would be criminal in most instances, maybe all instances, improper disposal, dumping it in a garbage can, uh, but nothing's going to come of that. But the real question is, what on earth was Hunter Biden doing, going out with his dead wife's widow. I mean, dead husband, uh, brother's widow. Dead brother's widow. Do you know how odd and I, I'll almost postulate disgusting that is? What was he doing with it? Well, him? in some cultures, years and years ago, it was customary for the brother of a deceased um, brother. brother to take <laughs> responsibility for that biblical. guy's family. That's right, biblical. his wife. <laughs> Look at he the was woman doing more that. than taking responsibility for the family, but that's a whole other story, so it is what it is. But she feared for that he might hurt himself or others with the gun. So, but yeah, I mean, just... Just the whole arrangement there is pretty odd. Well, her mental and, health uh, must be despicable. in question, too, if she thought that throwing it in a trash bin would be the right way to dispose of it, where any child could have come along or somebody could have come along and found it and done something terrible with it. Boy, well, you that, guys that, are tough. well, that's what did happen. Somebody did come along and find it. It was, a, I think, either a homeless guy or somebody going through trash looking for cans or something, found it and turned it into cops. That's how they traced it back to Mr. Hunter. Okay. And it was near a school. So, yeah, you know, that's, I don't know. I don't know if it was loaded. Can't tell you that. Probably not, but that doesn't matter. Ammo's, you know, can get can get purchased by whomever. So, but it is what it is, but he won't be charged with those, you know, inconsistencies in the law. <laughs> okay. You know, violations. Okay. Now, as far as asylum at the border, you're right, Joe. The U.N. has their charter on you know, asylees. But uh, most of the, I think it's up towards 95% of the people that claim asylum, once it hits the asylum courts or whoever adjudicates that, they're rejected as not being worthy of asylum. But by that time, they're already in the country somewhere. Okay? They're somewhere in the country. So we don't deport them. We just let them hang out, which is wrong, too. Well, if they have no right to be here, they have no right to be here. 
Exactly, but we're not deporting them. And that's I heard an interview with Tom Holman yesterday, which he was the head of ICE under Trump. He says when uh, the, in sanctuary cities, they, ICE used to go into the prisons. And, you know, when a, an illegal was had been arrested for whatever in the prisons, they would go in and, by law, they're supposed to take them and deport them. But in these sanctuary cities, the cities refused to work with ICE, so these people didn't get deported. They would get released back into the community where they committed their crime, and then ICE, <clears throat> ICE would go back into the community where there was possibly other illegal criminals that needed to be deported, and they would just go, you know, get more, gather up more. <clears throat> and what the left says is, well, other illegals won't report criminals' activity you know, if they're a victim because they're afraid of being deported. This is what Mr. Holman said. We do not care that a victim reported a criminal. We are after the criminal. And in fact, from what he was saying, a victim of a, a criminal act by an illegal, that victim, even if they are illegal, can get special, say, a green card. I don't know exactly what they call it, but they can get a special dispensation to stay in the country. I wonder if the whole sanctuary city uh, topic is going to be revisited now in a sanctuary city, because it used to be that you probably had hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants there, and uh, you probably struck some sort of a balance with individuals working in the U.S., although illegally, but somehow finding jobs in many cases. Uh, but now you up that number to millions. Is this, Can a sanctuary city have any kind of a balance no, it sounds like they're all whining. They're getting too many. They're all filled up. That's what Chicago is saying. I don't know if L.A.'s claimed that yet. And New York is complaining. We have too many. We can't handle them. Well, come on, people. They're the ones inviting them in. They're the sanctuary. So, of course, the illegals are going to go to the sanctuaries. And in some of those states, the state law requires that these illegals be given help in their court cases. New York, I believe, is one of them. So what do they expect to happen? You know, you want to you don't want to follow and enforce the law, you're going to get more lawlessness. And that's exactly what's happened. And as far as the numbers that they're counting at the border because of their uh, the border patrol app, I guess a BP, I forget exactly what it is, but it's the number one app for border patrol something. <clears throat> they can make the uh, illegals can make appointments and they're being told go to the ports of entries to enter, then you will not be counted as an illegal, you know, being apprehended. You're basically turning yourself in. Well, at that point, in my opinion, you turn yourself in, you're illegal. Ah, goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow. Go back south. Mm-hmm. But but that's not what's happening. So they're counting the numbers differently. They're not counting them the same way. So they can have 10,000 a day going through all the ports of entry in the U.S., and, and maybe 2,000 coming in between, which is ones they count as apprehensions. So you're still getting 12,000 people a day, but you're only counting 2,000 as apprehensions. The other ones are, quote, legally entering the country, which is bull, as we know. Because to legally enter the country as an immigrant, there is a process, and these people are not following the process. All right, we got you, sir. Okay. Thank you so much. Sounds reasonable to me, Stan. Yeah, obviously Biden doesn't think so because he unreasonably continues 
to not follow the law. So you all have a great day. Hey, you, you too, buddy. Take Thank care. you. Yeah, is it impeachable if you don't? Well, some people in the Republican Party think it is. I, you know, if you don't if you don't enforce the laws, one of the things that you're required to do as a president is enforce the laws. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Didn't you take like a, some sort of a promise or something? Yeah, you take an oath. Oh, that. Okay. Right. All right. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. We'll take additional comments. We're getting pretty close to the top of the hour in the Dan Patrick Show. We would love for you to contact us. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com, and you can send us a text. Very easy. You don't have to pre-register anything. Just send us a text to 70236, and you got to put the uh, keyword OTM in there. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. That's the place where you can buy the Hyundai Ionic. And, of course, that's a hybrid, so if you'd like to get about 50 miles to the gallon, average. Okay, That's the average mile per gallon, 50, which means on the highway, you're going to be up to about 65 miles in a gallon. In the dead of winter with warming up the car, your lowest mileage with the Hyundai Ionic Hybrid is going to be about 40 miles per gallon in the city. Wintertime short trips, letting the car warm up. Now, it's not the most powerful vehicle in the history. 1.6 liter engine, uh, 139 horsepower, but of course the goal is to get great mileage and to be affordable. Uh, some of the prices, about twenty-five dollars to $35,000 for a new Hyundai Ionic. If that doesn't suit your fancy, then the Hyundai Ionic 5 might be the one. What's special about the 5? What well, doesn't have a V6? It has an electric motor, and it is just a super vehicle. Also, of course, now the price up to about $45,000, and that is one of the more reasonable electric vehicles out there. You can use the 400 or 800-watt architecture or the uh, DC3 charger that uh, uses uh, 750,000 volts of electricity city to charge the battery faster. I might have estimated high there, but it's a, it's, it's a fast charge, a three-hour charge. I don't think charge. you'll find that in anybody's home. 750,000 watts? No. No, you got to get a special hookup uh, directly to the nuclear power plant. But the Sunbury Motor Company can hook you up. Also, forward cross-track, rear cross-track warning, forward collision warning, pedestrian warning, automatic emergency braking, lane-keeping assistance, lane departure warning, you name it. It's got all the bells and whistles. And they would just love to super-serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door, and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is what... Thank you. We are having a few issues over <laughs> No, no, my computer, the clock is going berserkers here. <laughs> okay. 
We have an email. It says, Biden is on videotape bragging about extorting the president of Ukraine to fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma, the corrupt company of which Hunter landed a seat on the board. We have emails, texts, documents, 150 bank-generated suspicious activity reports, phone call recordings, eyewitnesses, and sworn testimony, not to mention evidence of a cover-up to suppress investigation, all pointing to years of international grifting of the Biden family. And Chris says there's no proof. I'd like to see him bet on that. <laughs> okay, what are the odds? Well, testimony isn't proof. But the WhatsApp is suspicious from the whistleblowers. But in any event, President Biden himself continues to only have a peripheral connection to this in terms of criminality and accusations. I mean, there's lots of verbal accusations. Of course, he can't be federally charged while he's president. But when he's done in one year, then we'll, ha- then we'll see what happens. Maybe he's the same as President Trump. It takes a long time for President Trump's criminal indictments, indictments to come around. Of course, it took Hunter, what, three years of investigating to get all this? piece together. Well, let's be honest. If, if, if Donald Trump has committed crimes, he should be not only investigated, but he should be charged and he should be brought before the bar of justice. But the same is true of the Biden family. I'm amazed that the Democrats have every interest in the world in pursuing any investigation into Donald Trump, but absolutely no curiosity at all about whether or not the Biden family has, in fact, done anything corrupt. Well, I don't, I don't think that's and true. And there are some I Republicans think... who don't think that Donald Trump should be investigated, so we're, we're stuck. Now, you may say that Hunter Biden was treated unfairly, but at least he was investigated and he was charged, and the weapons charge came to something. Granted, it's a two-tiered justice system, and is the accusation, and so that's fine. But he was investigated and charged, and he's being investigated for other things. And the uh, the prosecutor in the case, I forget who the top level was, says this isn't over; that there's still more ongoing there. So the, he is being investigated. But he also said that he his hands were tied with respect to actually charging him with uh, more serious offenses. Well, that, I don't know. We'll have to see what he means by that. I, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't have the article in front of us, but the he fact of the matter special is... special prosecutor status, and it was denied him. Everybody who's done anything criminally wrong is being investigated. Well, here's Chris. He, thank you, sir. Thanks for your help. I need well, you. Biden family crime. Uh, so anything that Hunter did, Joe's automatically accountable for. <laughs> yeah. That's way to go, Joe. That's really he makes is a lot if he lied. He is if he lied about whether or not he discussed business dealings with his son. And there certainly is a lot of smoke there. You might say there's no fire, but there's plenty of smoke that should be well, investigated. And and we have a whole investigative committee doing nothing but investigating Biden, and they haven't been able to produce anything yet. Well, they right? haven't. They've just started. <laughs> They've only been in power a couple of months. So what it, do you want? A couple of months. Yeah, the Republicans took over Congress in January. Yeah. A couple of months. All right. Thank you, Chris. Five months is a couple? Thank you, sir. That's a couple. Joe, can you read this text fast? It says, resident hunting licenses dipped below 600,000 in 2021. Under 5% of the PA population hunts. Work will have to be done in the next 20 years. All right. I don't know. I don't want all those hunters out there. (laughs) Fewer is better for me. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is now 10 a.m.